Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Please welcome your CEO coach. WebmasterRadio.fm presents a show custom-built to give you everything you need to build your business on the web. From funding to finances, set up to staffing, the CEO coach will break down the art of business development from the ground up by one of the experts of online business growth, management, and development. Now, here to get you started is your CEO coach, Jillian Musick. And welcome to CEO Coach on this beautiful Monday morning in Seattle, Washington, which is where you'll find me today. I'm with Rob Oliphant, whom we chatted with last month, from virtual subsidiary vsub.com. Actually, that's v-sub.com. Is that correct? It is v-sub.com. Welcome, Rob. It's good to have you in the office. Delighted to see you. Um, we're going to talk today about a little recap about what it is that Rob does at VSUB, what the concept is, and so on. Then we're going to move into how you know under market conditions when it's the right time to go international and into separate sectors of the world. And finally, what internal factors would dictate when you're ready to go international and when it makes sense. And then stay tuned for a future show when we're going to talk about some exciting new things that VSUB does that can actually either jumpstart your business or jumpstart a uh, sector of your business in the future. So welcome again, Rob. Good to have you. Well, thank you so much, and thank you for hosting me here. It's actually wonderful. I've had the, uh, I've had the guided tour of the palatial offices here. <laughs> right. What, what do we call it? The Mozplex. Yeah. We think you'll be amused by its pretensions. <laughs> I, I anyway. Can, I, I can tell listeners that uh, I've never seen such unusual names for meeting rooms. Yes, we're sitting here in the Death Star here at the Mozplex uh, in Seattle, Washington. Uh, we had the engineering team name our meeting room. So Death Star it is complete with the logo. Pretty cool. Best part around it is uh, that the uh, kitchen area is known as the Mos Eisley 
cantina and is complete with that critter who's got the, you know, what do you call it? Uh, I, I think it's not an oboe, but um, I don't know, recorder or something stuck into his mouth as well. So pretty funny. So Rob, tell the crowd again what it is you do at VSUB and what VSUB is conceptually for new entrepreneurs. Sure, I will. Thank you. Um, just to uh, bring it all up to date, anybody who didn't hear the show in, in June, and uh, as Julian pointed out, that uh, it's uh, it's hardly likely that everybody doesn't listen to every show. So, um, the concept of VSUB was was invented because whilst running international companies for U.S. Uh, technology uh, vendors, the phone didn't stop ringing with people asking about how to do things in Europe, and that might be it could be anything from uh, hiring salespeople, firing salespeople where to expand, how to expand. And so when uh, I was on my way back to Australia, uh, for six months, I thought we'd uh, try the concept of VSUB and see if we could actually monetize that and create a service for American companies and, in actual fact, any company um, in, in the world. And so it started off uh, as a really almost like a greenfield kind of operation whereby we'd go and source U.S. companies that didn't have any presence at all in Europe, and then we'd bring them over, we'd start the company for them, and then after a while they could actually assume the ownership and it will get passed back to them. And uh, now, six years later, it, it, it's morphed, really, into a, an organization that provides any service for a company wanting to start up. So anything from import-export, uh, visas, obviously sales and marketing, and uh, just about any aspect. In fact, one of the biggest recent ones is recruitment. We seem to be uh, being uh, asked an awful lot of questions about how to place people, where to place people, and we've actually started putting people into, into America um, because we have such a large contact base of C-level executives over here. That sounds pretty good. Okay. So what we want to cover today is how somebody in business knows what market conditions exist that would say it's time to go into that market. Now, this is not internal issues. We'll get to that in a second. But let's talk about the external issues. For example, there's all kinds of stuff going on in the United States today, and everybody in Europe and uh, Asia and Southeast Asia and so on want to know about it. But there's also all these conditions in Europe and say... Where are they now? Who's defaulting? Who's solid? Where is the money to be made? Is there a connection between some you know, government that defaults and yet the market on the ground? How do we know where to begin and where to get involved? What's going on out there? Well, that's a great question. And this is the question I get asked a lot. I mean, whilst I'm over here for, the, I'm over here for about three weeks, and I think uh, about 80 to 90% of the C-level execs I talk to will ask exact, exactly that question, which is about the whole European economy. And the interesting thing is, uh, I mean, in actual fact, it's not so different to what's going on over here with your, uh, your debt ceiling, which has just been raised to $14 trillion or whatever that low number is. Um, but the basic thing to remember about the European economy is, is it's all about the Eurozone and uh, this, 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 the, the powerhouse countries such as Germany, France, UK. And these are the people that are really kind of funding Europe. The, the people who are defaulting, people like um, Spain, Portugal, Ireland... I mean, these are really, really small economies. In actual fact, I was talking to uh, somebody the other day over here, and I believe that the, uh, the gross national product of Portugal is actually less than California. So I believe it. And, you know, it is something that you mentioned here. The main economies of Europe, which we said are separate countries but have formed a union, are very much like the main economies of the states that have, again, formed a union, the United States. We call them states. They call them countries. Nevertheless, there is a similarity. New York State, California, and a few others have pulled their weight and much more in the federal budget than they have ever taken from it. And in the same sentence, one might say, 
Tennessee, Kentucky, Alabama, so on, these states have never put in as much money as they have taken from the federal government. So in some ways, we also support some states forever financially here, but we don't even think about it or discuss it on the political scale. So I do understand that. Now, how does that translate to a business that says, I'm ready or I'm not ready to invest in Europe? What conditions go on there now that says we should move or we shouldn't? Yeah, that's a great question. And that's uh, another question we get asked. And so the actual reality is, I'm thinking back of in VSUB and then the companies I was working for before VSUB, when you look at who's actually buying technology, um, it, it's not Greece, and it's not Portugal, and generally speaking, it's not Ireland. The real powerhouse countries are the countries that actually buy technology. And um, I think any technologist would, would have seen that during any downturn over the last 15 or 20 years, the one sector which has always been pretty successful in a downturn is technology, because generally speaking, technology helps you to, to not have to employ more people. Technology helps you to make things more efficient. And so usually what happens is whilst people, you may see retail sales dipping, uh, the sales of technology tend to sort of go up. So it tends to be in, in, a, in a depression, it tends to be a good time for technology companies. We find the same thing over here um, as early as 2009 uh, when the markets kind of tanked all over the world. People ask me the same thing, you know, what the heck's going to happen? I said, well, it's a damn good time to be in search because it does, as you say, create efficiencies. And so companies that have been ignoring you until now will come back and say, yeah, we actually need that technology. We can no longer afford the 3,000 people to do what 300 might have done. So it's very difficult for the public sector, retail products and so on, but it's not necessarily so on technology. So that would be number one. That's interesting. It makes sense that if you have a technology product, software, etc., or even hardware, it might be the time to move into difficult economies. Are there any surprises in Europe? I, I would suspect Great Britain buys technology. Uh, Germany, of course, buys technology. Uh, in France, if you're into the web, you'll know that the penetration in France in the web is actually significantly lower than almost anywhere else by choice. They just choose not to. This doesn't mean major cities aren't connected. It means they don't engage as much. But um, you're quite right. Portugal, Spain, and so on, tiny economies. Ireland, surprisingly strong in technology, actually. Mm, uh, any surprises, though? I mean, Luxembourg, uh, I don't know, uh, <laughs> the, the Netherlands, you know, the Benelux countries. Is there somebody where you say, surprisingly, these guys buy a lot? Well, it's interesting. Scandinavia is a, a, a very strong place to sell to. I mean, one of the things we tell, we tell companies when they talk about starting up, and it's basically about the localization of the products. And so uh, American companies, be, be, really because some of the fear and uncertainty and doubt spread by European employees, um, believe they've got to change all the marketing materials. They believe they've got to change the way they present their, their, uh, their services and, and products. And it's not really true. Now, generally speaking, if you've got a, an English-speaking salesperson, they can sell to Germany, Benelux, Scandinavia, Ireland, Middle East and Africa. That, that's about 75 to 80% of the actual region um, of, of, of where people are going to buy stuff. And so real surprises would be places like Scandinavia, who actually buy a lot of technology. Um, okay. I mean, some, some of the big telcos are up there. Some, some of the big true. carriers are up That's there. That's right. Uh, Ericsson and, That's uh, right. and so on. Okay. That makes good sense. When we come back, we're going to take a break here. And when we come back, we're going to talk about the internal factors that would help you choose whether or not to hit a specific sector. And then we'll talk about exactly how one gets going on such a thing. This is Jillian Music with Rob Oliphant of Virtual Subsidiary at CEO Coach. We'll be back. Stay tuned. More on how to build your business on the web with the CEO Coach right after this. Two, one, booster ignition. 
Ascend into new heights of ranking and revenue with a search engine-friendly online shopping cart that's ready for liftoff. Introducing Ascender Cart. Ascender Cart optimizes your shopping cart with easy-to-use SEO tools that will help build keywords, titles, and tags for top search engine rankings. Get all of the advantages of having a shopping cart on your site and monitor your progress with regular reports in just a click. Prepare to launch your shopping cart to the top of the search engines with Ascender Cart. Learn more about what Ascender Cart can do for you at AscenderCart.com. A-S-C-E-N-D-E-R-C-A-R-T.com. Let us help you discover the keys to success. The keys to success in your internet marketing. WebmasterRadio.fm presents... Marketing Nirvana, presented by CertifiedKnowledge.org. CertifiedKnowledge.org. Overcome the trials and tribulations of the past and let Marketing Nirvana revolutionize your revenue stream and ROI. Marketing Nirvana, presented by CertifiedKnowledge.org. Mondays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Our clients have earned over $1 billion. Now it's your turn. With over 20,000 products to promote across a huge variety of niches, ClickBank provides countless ways for any affiliate to make money. You can promote any product immediately. No contracts required. Looking for recurring commissions? Upsell products? ClickBank's got them. And best of all, you can make up to 75% commissions. Ready to become the next ClickBank success story? Sign up now for free at ClickBank.com. Rock the world with LinkedIn. Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. We're back with Jelly and Music, the CEO coach, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. And welcome back. I'm here with Rob Oliphant of Virtual Subsidiary. So, Rob, we've been talking about a little bit of the general external uh, issues that would make us decide to or not to invest in a particular space around the world. And what you're saying is, for example, in Europe, uh, don't pay so much attention to who's uh, you know, defaulting this week and who's going bankrupt next week and so on. In general, in tough times, technology certainly sells. And in any uh, economy, there will be those who are winners and losers. So understand the general layout of what's going on and then move forward perhaps uh, regardless of these political pieces of news. So we understand, again, the powerhouses would be the UK, they'd be in Germany certainly, and in some cases also France. Um, The smaller uh, countries may have space for technology sales and so on, but we'll get into how to select where to begin and so on. The surprise, as you said, might have been in Scandinavia, uh, fairly uh, fairly small economies, but very large buyers of technology because there's some significant players there, like Ericsson and telecommunications. Let's go on now to how we would determine internally inside our company when are we ready to move to an international sector. What bullet points would I mark off or what questions would I ask myself where I could check off answers that say for sure, here we go, make the plunge, take the risk? 
Right, and, and that is another question that, which is frequently asked. And I'll, I'll, I'll give you the summary first, actually, because the summary is probably, it's a really simple way to explain it. And I just say, when things get a bit gnarly and you're being asked questions that you don't know the answers to, that's when it's time to give us a call. And, and it, that's kind of, that's as, that's as simple as it gets. Mm-hmm. Now, the, the, the reality is, the, if, if I break down what is gnarly, gnarly could be that you're starting to get too many hits on the website or too many inquiries um, that you're trying to service basically from over here remotely. Which is quite, which is kind of hard. I mean, unless you've got people working at two, two in the morning. Okay, so for example, I sell here at SEO Moz a subscription-based service that helps people do their search market. Right? Yeah. We've got a community of about half a million people, huge community, of which a few thousand, you know, and so on. Those are our pro members, right? But I don't have a million people or half a million people of my pro members. But I'd like to convert more of those who are engaged with us in the non-pro services to become pro members. How do I look at my numbers? Do I say, you know, when I get to a certain number of folks who are coming to us in this free service sector, if you will, from the international sectors around the world or from a particular section of the world, like just Europe or just Southeast Asia or something like that, at some point do I hit critical mass and say, okay, let's go try and sell to those guys? How do we do those things? How do we sort that out? Well, it's an interesting question because, the, uh, I mean, whilst I'm over here on my, my travels, calling on my clients and calling on my prospects. I also actually call on a uh, lot of VC companies. Okay. And uh, so I spend my time trooping up and down Sand Hill Road. And one of the things that concern those guys the most is about the right time to get into an expansion. And you've got to bear in mind that these, uh, when, when, a VC, when a VC lends money or, or creates another fund, they're doing it for a reason. And generally speaking, that could either be to, to sort of uh, hit, the, hit the hockey stick over here in the U.S., or to actually sort of fund some kind of U.S. expansion, uh, sorry, some sort of international expansion. And uh, so one of the things that concerns those guys is not, not only is it too early to go in, but they're also concerned about is it too late to go in, because there is sort of an optimum time. And we've kind of uh, got an answer for that one as well, because, I mean, one of the things which we, we say to people is, yeah, when it gets too gnarly and there's too many hard questions and there's too much incoming to sort things out for yourself, it may be time to look at some kind of expansion. And so what we suggested, uh, and this is actually working in conjunction with a few of the venture capital companies, is to actually do some kind of pilot. So if, you, if things are getting difficult and you want to try and at least find out if the market's there for you, you could run sort of a pilot for 90 days just to find out. And you'll know okay. after so, 90 days. So what you're saying is I take a look not necessarily at, at hard numbers, but perhaps even a percentage. At some point I say 10% of my inquiries are coming from around the world, or would my number be more like 20% of my inquiries? Do you have any ideas where you can throw something into the sand there? I get that this is not a firm number, but do you have a sense of it? Uh, Again, let's say I have 100,000 inquiries of which, what percentage would you say? You know, at some point you say, that's the percentage. Let's give a 90-day trial. Or you say, oh, you're at that percentage already. Go in. Okay. The, the, I think the approximate answer to this is if you look at the U.S. economy, which is 10x, the U.K. economy, um, therefore, if you had 10%, that would be, a, that would be a, a good time to do it. I mean, okay. it would be a logical time to do it. That makes sense. Okay. So because the U.S. economy is 10x the European economy, and again, then you make those numbers around that's the world. The, that's the UK. Handle, oh, the UK. Yeah. Right, right. I'm so sorry. You're not European, of course. Right. The UK economy. Uh, sorry for that misspeak there. Um, and then you would take a look again, country by country or sector by sector, and say, now I've got uh, relative percentage numbers around this. If you have that kind of percentage number coming in in inquiries, you have, if you will, the same relative interest in a different sector of the world or a different country. That's right. That would be your time to go take a 90-day shot. Yeah. What does that cost? 
you could get a 90-day shot. I think we've um, pushed a 90-day shot out there for, I think it's about 10,000 a month. Okay. Uh, that's, that's just for 90 days with, with no, right. com- no commitment on either side. The reason, the reason it's that cost is because we have to go and acquire the, the person specifically. And, and they, they would be brought in on a contract, which they would know may end after 90 days. Understood. Suppose I were able to identify somebody who I'd say, well, I'd like that guy to be doing it, but could you manage the rest of it? Do you do that kind oh, of Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay, and, and then what are my costs? I'll take care of that guy, yeah. but what are my costs to you at that point? Well, literally, all the, I mean, I, I think that's a fabulous idea, by the way. I, I've, I, I really do encourage American companies to send over one of their better salespeople right. to come over to us, and, and that's a fabulous way to do it. So we just charge a small management fee, maybe a couple of thousand dollars a month, and just some habitation costs that would be, okay. would, would be much, much, much lower. I mean, okay. if, if, if the salary wasn't involved and there was no risk for right. the employee, that's a great way to do it. I, I, you'd be surprised how few companies do that, though. And mm-hmm. I've never quite figured out why, because I've always thought it'd be a great idea to send one of your better salespeople almost as a reward yeah. over, over to Europe for 90 days. Yeah, that's a tough gig. Yeah. You know, yeah. can, you, can you get somebody to send me? Because I'm willing. <laughs> that's right. In, 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 the, in the summer, you know, if, if, you, if, you, if you can find the summer in Europe. Well, I don't know. Maybe if you, it might get too hot. Who knows? Let's go in the autumn and the spring, right? <laughs> Springtime in Paris, that would be a tough gig. All right. So we get the idea then. About the same uh, percentage as the percentage of your local economy if for interest around the world, then you know it's time to hit that sector. The second thing would be that you can take this 90-day shot all up for about 30,000 UK uh, US, yeah. fine, or you could send your own smart guy or appoint some smart guy, that's great, and then you pay them a much, uh, we would pay somebody like Visa yeah. a much smaller sum. Voice okay. Smaller. Yeah, obviously, yeah. because you're not taking into account yeah. the salary, but you pay the other guy's salary exactly. anyway, you figure it out. So kind of we get a number around it. It's, that's really, just, it's really just for the dilution of the management over there. That's that, that, so it's effectively, and you've got to bear in mind, if, for us, it's more of a marketing exercise. I mean, obviously, we, we'll push it as hard as we can to be successful. Sure. Um, but it's, it's, at the end, though, it's a marketing exercise, and so it's not, it, it's, it would be a great way to find out. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, when we pay Visa above and beyond the salary, of course, we're getting kind of a, a room and office, if you will, so yeah. there's a, a stable address, a phone line coming in. Yeah. Um, was it... Uh, I guess there would be uh, message services, those kinds of things, uh, shipping, all kinds of bits and pieces. Is there anything else we should know that you provide that that I'm not thinking about? A a very interesting benefit that most people don't realize is when you actually create a virtual subsidiary, Mm -hmm. you're not taking on any of the statutory overheads and risks. So there's no HR risk because we deal with that. There's no taxation to worry about because you're selling effectively from, from the U.S. The actual contractual relationship with Visa, underneath it all, is that as, as a reseller. That's how it actually looks on the con- on, on a contract. I see. So we don't end up paying European taxes no. on top of whatever our business no. stuff is here. That's a huge issue because there are complexities there yeah. that we don't need to deal with in terms of managing our books, not just paying the physical taxes. A- absolutely. Okay. So I understand that then. That, that's a big thing and we no. don't have to worry about becoming experts at it. Or, or, or also, the statutory returns, which, which mm-hmm. even these are the kind of grey areas that people get caught with when they start up. You know, they, they think, okay, I'll pop someone in, in, a, in, a, in a home office or something uh, in, in the UK, and they, they pop them in the home office. Suddenly, they hit with tax bills. Suddenly, they hit with statutory mm-hmm. returns. They could spend another fifteen, twenty thousand just getting that stuff done. And um, right. it, it's kind of a, I say, lots and lots of grey costs. Uh, you know, tra- right. It's travel. not so much the taxes themselves. 
But in addition, you have to become good at it or hire somebody else who's good at it. So exactly. again, you're taking all this time and effort and exactly. lack of focus, if you will. Exactly. So I do understand that there's some tremendous economies of scale there. Okay, so we have some internal numbers around this. We have some external things we want to take a look at. That's good. Is there anything else I should be looking at before I decide either take the plunge for a 90-day trial or just get in there and do this? Well, it's, it's worth just bearing in mind that the, uh, when, when you actually, I mean, assuming the 90-day trial goes well, then the cost uh, drops substantially. It comes down to about 6000 okay. uh, US a month because that, that basically that means we're just employing the person normally. We, we, we'd actually bring them on as a, as a normal V-sub employee, you know, working, okay. working exclusively on behalf of the What about things time. like um, uh, benefits and so on? I mean, we're, we're kind of real big on that here, for example, at SEO Mars. Uh, we make sure that we take very good care of our people, and I would hate to think that I had um, somebody representing the company in another country where they weren't as well cared for. You know, they're part of the Mazars. So hmm. how do you manage that, that piece? Are they employed by you in the end? Um, and how do we negotiate that? We guarantee they get fed bread and water every day. Of oh, lives. very good. That's, oh, that's okay. the, yeah. the major benefit. Now, yeah, this we, could be a deal breaker. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the, uh, the idea is that uh, any benefits which you would want your people to have, we, we can provide. And you've got to bear in mind stuff like uh, medical benefits, Benefits sure, way, 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 yeah. way, way cheaper. Yeah, I, mean, I know. It's, it's, it's yeah. a fraction. I know. That's just so sad here, but yes. <laughs> but, and also, I mean, you know, the good news is, I mean, obviously, they get whatever statutory uh, benefits they're due as well. Because, I mean, in Europe, you do get a quite a big benefits package. I mean, for instance, the yes. vacation, the vacation days are twenty-three days. Yes. So I mean, right. this, so, this so is what they have to have. So it's kind of built in, yeah. and and so on. So that's great. So while we think of that separately, perhaps here in the states or in other countries of the world, not necessarily in Europe. No. So today, our Example is Europe, and, and I get that. That makes good sense. We're going to take one more break, and when we get back, we'll talk about how to reach Rob and uh, kind of wrap up the thoughts around how you sort out when it's time to go international, internally, externally, and politically. This is Jillian Music at CEO Coach. Stay tuned. More on how to build your business on the web with the CEO Coach right after this. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts. But did you know they can help you with PVC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Our clients have earned over $1 billion. Now it's your turn. With over 20,000 products to promote across a huge variety of niches, ClickBank provides countless ways for any affiliate to make money. You can promote any product immediately. No contracts required. Looking for recurring commissions? Upsell products? ClickBank's got them. And best of all, you can make up to 75% commissions. Ready to become the next ClickBank success story? Sign up now for free at ClickBank.com. All celebrity voices are impersonated. Example number 21 of Dialogue. You will never find in our chat room. Hello, chat room. Look to your browser. Now back to me. Now back to your browser. Now back to me. Look down. Back up. I'm now sending you a JPEG to your keyboard. Me. The JPEG is now a flash banner. Everything is possible when you pay me to manage SEO for your website.
I'm in a Ferrari. Need we say more? The WebmasterRadio.fm chat room. Live in real time every day. Click on the chat tab from our homepage. Two, one, booster ignition. Ascend into new heights of ranking and revenue with a search engine-friendly online shopping cart that's ready for liftoff. Introducing Ascender Cart. Ascender Cart optimizes your shopping cart with easy-to-use SEO tools that will help build keywords, titles, and tags for top search engine rankings. Get all of the advantages of having a shopping cart on your site and monitor your progress with regular reports in just a click. Prepare to launch your shopping cart to the top of the search engines with Ascender Cart. Learn more about what Ascender Cart can do for you at AscenderCart.com. A-S-C-E-N-D-E-R-C-A-R-T.com. SEO 101 on WebmasterRadio.fm. Catch us Mondays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the search engine optimization channel only on WebmasterRadio.fm. We're back with Jelly and Music, the CEO coach, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. And welcome back as we wrap up here on CEO Coach. Rob, is there anything else that we want to cover? Um, I guess the first thing we should ask is how do folks actually get a hold of you with more questions on this? Well, okay. The best way to get hold of uh, me, which is uh, my email address, which is rob at v-sub.com. Okay. So R-O-B rob, as in boy rob, yep. at v-virtual, right? Yep. v Sub or as in subsidiary. SUB, yeah. Right. Dot com. Don't dot forget com. the dash, folks. Yeah, don't forget okay. the dash. Okay, that sounds good. And you're going to be here in the States for a few weeks and then you're back in London where you're based now. I'm, 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 okay. Apparently, summer was today. I missed summer. So uh, yeah, summer. right. That was it. Okay. <laughs> you got to keep up with the times oh, no. here. <laughs> All right. So, um, folks, we've got one more thing. I'm going to do one more show with Rob in the coming weeks. He's got something called Virtual. Subsidiary capital, is yes, that right? Virtual right. subsidiary capital. A fascinating concept on actually funding both startups or perhaps expansions. If you've got a technology, in other words, software or a hard technology product, uh, there are ways where he may be able to fund it. Uh, there's a lot of uh, capital running around, as everybody knows here in the tech space. Um, it's all over the world, and he's capturing some of that and saying, now, if your product and your company meet their criteria, they would actually fund an international startup. Extraordinary opportunities, a fairly complex uh, concept, but beautifully executed. So we'll be back in the next coming weeks with Rob talking about the virtual subsidiary capital. This is Jillian Music with Rob Oliphant at v-sub.com. You can download this show through iTunes or at webmasterradio.com. Till next week. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line. 
prop or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.